You are listening to the Savvy Painter Podcast, episode number 290. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Savvy Painter Podcast. This is Antri Swed, and I am so happy to have you here with me today. So I am currently traveling. I, as I'm recording this, I am in just north of Vancouver waiting for a shuttle to come pick me up. And then I am going to a retreat center where I will be offline with no internet connection and in an amazing place with some amazing people. We're going to be doing some horse therapy. We're doing yoga. I'm super, super excited about this opportunity that I have to take some time off and recharge my batteries and get some much needed rest. And that actually is what I wanted to talk to you today about in this episode of the podcast. I have been talking, I've noticed that this is a thing with not just me, but with other people. And so I wanted to explore it with you today. So we're going to take a look at this from a couple different angles. One of the things that I hear people talk about is when it comes to taking a break or taking an actual vacation or taking time off from their work. But mostly where I really hear it is when people talk about just taking a little break from their work, just resting. And this seems like a small thing, but I promise you it's not. It's really, really interesting. So what I've noticed is that when I talk to people about taking a break, they're just like, oh my gosh, but I have so much to do. And when I take a break, I feel guilty. I feel like I should be painting. I feel like I should be doing something else. I feel like I should be using my time wisely. If I'm not painting, then I really should be with my family or I should be doing something productive. I should make use of my time. And here's the thing. Most people, when you really, really think about it, like we all have an infinite to-do list. That is the problem with our to-do list is that there are always options. There are always things that we could be doing. And sometimes we get confused about that and think those are things that we should be doing. And so I wanted to explore this with you today because I think it is impacting a lot of artists' work in a negative way. So if there's always something that I could do, there's always more work, more painting, more cleaning, more people to see, more emails to answer, more posts to make, more videos to shoot, more files to organize, more emails to delete, let's say, or books to read, like I could just fill Like if I started just thinking about like, what is it I need to be doing? What is it that I could be doing? The list is infinite. And we often get very confused. I think this is what I see. There's a lot of assumptions or gut reactions to filling the list, not really making a distinction between what you could be doing, what you should be doing, and what you actually need to be doing, and what you actually want to be doing. And the reason this is so important is because you do need to rest. And when you try to take a rest, then your brain just offers you that infinite list and you feel like you can't take a break. You feel like you shouldn't take a break. You feel like there's way too much to do. So let's dive in. How do you decide 
when it is enough, when you have done enough? That is an important question to ask yourself. Like, when is it when you're working in your studio, when you are working on a painting, how do you know when you've done enough, when it's time to take a break? Even with painting, like, how do you decide, for example, to when you're thinking about your studio time, how do you decide, for example, when you're going to go on vacation? Like, if you're a landscape painter, and you go somewhere beautiful, are you obligated to paint? Are you obligated to use that time, quote unquote, effectively? Are you going places and feeling like, oh, I should be painting? This is so amazing. Why? Like, this is such a, I shouldn't just be relaxing and enjoying this view. I should be doing something with my time here. So many artists will feel the pull and say, oh, I should be painting. I should be doing this. This is amazing. And they feel that tug. They feel that tug of, I should be doing this. So it is all of these shoulds that we're going to talk about today. And before we get really into it, I want to make it clear that there's nothing inherently wrong or negative about having that tug, about wanting to paint or seeing things that inspire you. What I want to distinguish here today is just getting the clarity of when you're resting, rest, and when you're working, work, and getting that separation so that you are 100% focused, you're there, you're doing the work when you are painting, and then when you genuinely need a break, that you're actually giving yourself the opportunity to take that break. As artists, we're always going to notice things that are beautiful when we travel, for example. Like, we cannot turn that off. And honestly, why would you even want to, right? I mean, I know I don't want to. I want to notice and I want to experience all of the amazing things in this world. And I want to be inspired by the people and things and places I see. I don't want to be immune to like going to a beautiful place and just being like, huh. I'm not painting, so I'm not going to like notice all the things. I want my creative vision to be peaked, and I want it to be tantalized by the places that I go, the museums, the galleries I visit, my imagination, and all of those things. I want them to be active all the time. So it's not about muting that or turning it off or pretending like it's not there when we go on vacation. Because I also want to be able to relax and enjoy my time in other ways besides painting so that I, when I am painting, I am refreshed and I sort of have this like cleansed palette and I have the mental and physical energy to do the things that I want to do with my artwork. The problem is when we are not fully in either place. You go on vacation or you take a weekend or an afternoon or whatever it is without having made a decision about how you want to experience that trip. So I'm going to break it down into the smaller ones because I think these are the more sneaky ones. Like if you are going to go for a week somewhere, you typically have like made some decisions about your itinerary. You're also usually there with other people. And so some of that is decided for you. But when we're talking about just micro breaks, like taking a half hour for a cup of coffee, or going out for an afternoon or going away for a long weekend, that's when I think it gets really 
kind of confused and mixed up a little bit. And that is, I think, the best place to explain this to you so that then you can notice it in those other areas, like when you go on a full-on vacation. So often, the thoughts that we have when we're not coming from a managed place, when we're not conscious and aware of what we're thinking, is the thoughts are, I should be painting, I should at least be sketching. There's this flavor, this feeling like you are wasting time, and there's a lot of judgment and second-guessing that that invites in. And what I want to offer you is this. When you indulge in all of those shoulds, you take the fun and you take the joy out of what you are doing. So you can be in the most beautiful place in the world, whether that's somewhere you've traveled to or it's your own backyard, and you block yourself from enjoying the experience of being there because you're telling yourself you should be experiencing it differently than you are. You're telling yourself you are wrong for having the experience that you are currently having. You shouldn't just be here doing whatever it is that you're doing. You should be efficient. You should make the most out of it. All of those thoughts that our brain tends to offer us. So even though you may have given yourself this time to be in this place, you may have changed your location in an effort to get a break, to relax a little bit, you actually are not getting any rest and relaxation because your brain is using all of this time and energy to debate what it is you should actually be doing and whether or not it's an effective use of your time and all these things that our brain likes to offer us. Like I should be, if I'm going to just be sitting around, I should be with the kids. Or if I'm just going to be doing this, then I should be cleaning or all of those things that our brain offers us. When that happens, you don't get the rest and relaxation that you came for. And then when you go back to your studio, you're not refreshed. So there was really no point to it. This is true whether you take a few days or a few hours or even five minutes. Like I caught myself on this trip that I'm currently in, not wanting to go all the way in on it. And that it was such a sneaky little thing that that came in that I was like, oh, this is, I know this is happening all over the place because I talk about it so much with people in growth studio and in some of my coaching. But when I say that I caught myself on this trip, not wanting to go all in on it, by that, what I mean is I hadn't yet decided to fully take the time off. I thought like, oh, I can do a little work in the mornings before we start our yoga, or I can write a podcast episode or do some quick portraits while I'm here. And the second that I started thinking about that, I started planning when I would sneak away to do it. And immediately I felt this sensation in my body that I get when I have the shoulds. And I know this feeling. I know it really, really well. I have been paying very close attention to it for quite a while, but especially in the last year, I've been really like feeling like, when does that come up? How does it feel in my body so that I can catch it like I did this time of like, oh, this is not actually what I want to be doing with my time. There's a conflict here and I can feel it. Instead of just allowing those shoulds to create scenario where I will do something out of obligation and not because I want to do it or not because it's the best thing to do. So what I've learned is that those shoulds, those are almost always a lie. 
Like when you think about it, when you were telling yourself, I should be doing it this way, or I should be doing something different than I am. It's usually when I say that, I'm basically telling myself that whatever I'm doing right now is wrong, that it's not the quote unquote right thing to be doing. Shoulds tend to come from external sources. It tends to be like, oh, I should do this either, you know, what comes up so often is like that sort of people pleasing shoulds, like I should do this because other people expect me to. I should do this because because somehow that is what I'm supposed to do. And it's not coming from my own wisdom. And listening to that wisdom, that knowing is super important because that is where our truth is. So I talk about this so much on the podcast. I don't think you can talk about this enough because I know that it is that is where our best work comes from when you are really in tune with your own voice and you know what it is, you know what it sounds like, you know when it's talking to you, you know when it is kind of nudging you in a certain direction. You want to be constantly, as much as you can, you want to become more and more in tune with that so that you know what it feels like when you are being pushed in a direction that is not your truth. And listen, let's get super clear on this idea that I'm offering you. The idea is that you don't fight with your own reality. You don't make yourself wrong for painting or not painting all the time. So let's just say that you're out for a coffee somewhere. Well, we'll just take a mini break as an example. When you take a break, take a break. Go outside, go to a cafe, drink your coffee, and relax fully from your painting. Or... If you decide you want to have a coffee and sketch, do that and go all in on the sketching. What I'm talking about is the halfway. That is where it becomes problematic. You're out having a coffee thinking you should be sketching, but you're not sketching. All the chatter comes in, so you don't get that relaxing mini break and you don't sketch either. So you go back to your studio and you haven't given yourself, you haven't given your brain and your eyes that mental break that you need. So you don't come back to your studio fresh and ready to make new things or to make a decision about your work. Instead of priming yourself for seeing your work fresh, what you've done is you have primed your brain with lots and lots of chatter to look for all the things that you should be doing differently, but not from a helpful place. It doesn't come from a place of curiosity and inspiration, and that sort of like breath of fresh air, like, what could I be doing with this? It's more like you get yourself into that place of not trusting your own judgment. And to be clear, it's not that you did or didn't relax, or that you did or didn't sketch. The problem is when you do that is that you did neither one of them. You set your brain up for conflict and an impossible choice And you use up all this brain energy spinning on neither one because you start thinking like, oh, why am I taking a break? I should be doing this. And you go back to that infinite list and there's a million things. There's always something that you could be doing. And in that moment, our brain will be like, oh, well, you should be doing this. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. But that's not what you set out to do during the day. I hope that distinction is clear. I hope that makes sense for you. I also like to think about it like, so you used up all this brain energy spinning on neither one of them. 
just sitting there and allowing your mind to wander gives it a much needed rest. It gives it a break. For those of you who meditate, you know there's like focus meditation and guided meditation, and it's often broken up with allowing your mind to wander. So you might go through a guided meditation, or you might focus on your breath, or you might focus on a particular like object, let's say. But at some point, you often will go to like, okay, now just let your mind wander. Just let it go wherever it wants to go. Don't try to control it. Just let it wander all over the place. And then you do that. And then you go back into focus by allowing yourself, by going back and forth between that super focused area, you are giving yourself that kind of like stretching and that good kind of stress of pushing yourself into something focused and then coming back into just this free flow. So it's the same thing with your creative vision. There's focused attention and there is letting your mind just wander. And when you are in your studio and you're painting, you have the super, super focused attention. Then you need to go out, let your mind wander, give it a break or give it something completely different to do so that it can relax and make better decisions about the painting that you're working on. You can take breaks and just sit there and relax, which has a huge, huge benefit for your creative thinking. That's how we connect the dots. Or you can do something guided that takes your brain somewhere else than where you were in your studio, and it gives it a different challenge to play with so that you can come back refreshed. Those are just two of many, many options, but you make a decision about it. Sitting in the should zone creates tension and stress in a very negative way. There's no positive outcome to that. It just invites judgment, criticism, second guessing, none of which are helpful, none of which inspire curiosity or inspiration or rest your mind and body. Now, if you take that and you extend it from a 20-minute coffee break to an afternoon or a weekend, or like in my case, like a full week, then it just compounds. And the compounding can be either the stress you create by spinning out in the should zone or the relaxation that you get when you actually give yourself the opportunity to relax or you decide that you are painting or you are sketching and you focus your brain and your mind on a different task than what you had going on in your studio, the thing that you need a break from. So I'm curious if this comes up for you as well, where you're needing time to relax and recharge your batteries, but you're not allowing yourself to have it. At its core, it really is just a decision. I can lay it out for you logically, and you might say, yeah, I see it. That's super easy. That's what I need. A full break where I allow my mind a complete break from painting or doing things. And you might make that decision and not tell yourself you should be doing anything other than, let's say, drink that coffee, right? Be present in your conversation with that friend or that loved one or a random stranger at the airport or in a coffee shop, right? You can just be super present wherever you are. It truly is a gift that you give yourself and your art when you allow yourself to have it. And I think that in that context of like, I'm just going to take a coffee break for most of us, that's kind of an easy decision to make. And it's sometimes we have problems with that, but most of the time we don't. We're just like, okay, I'm going to take a little break. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to step away from the painting. What I want to challenge you to do is when you do that is to completely take the break and allow your mind to allow whatever it is, whatever problem you're trying to solve on your painting or whatever 
issue you are thinking about for your studio that you allow that to just be in the back of your mind and you are like fully present on your walk and noticing all the things on your walk, for example. It is such a gift to give ourselves. And it has such a huge impact on our art and how we create and that creative muscle and our creative vision that we have. But that is all very logical. And I'm sure that you can kind of like, you can be like, yes, I can see that. Like, I need a break sometimes. I can see that sometimes you have to step away. You have to walk away from a painting. But oftentimes we don't. So why don't we do it when we know that we, it's something that we should do? When we know logically, when I take a break, I should just take a break and I shouldn't just spin in all these shoulds. That's when we have thoughts like, I should be doing work in my studio. I shouldn't waste time. What is behind that I shouldn't waste time is the thought that somehow you're behind. And that leads to pressure and stress. Another thought that comes up for a lot of people, and I'm saying this like in a really blatant way, a lot of times it's more, it's softer and a little bit more sneaky. But a lot of times what people also think is, I don't deserve rest because I'm not where I should be with my painting practice. That is again, that I'm in a hurry, I'm behind. I'm not where I should be either with this particular painting or with my entire art. So the very idea of taking a break feels awful. And what I want to challenge you is to start to recognize that it's not the break that is making you feel awful. It's your thought that you somehow don't deserve it or that it's going to make you further behind or that it's not warranted. It's not necessary. It's not efficient. All of these thoughts about taking a break, that's what makes it feel bad. That's the thing that allows all of those shoulds to creep in. So really quickly, I just want to, let's just make a distinction, right? When we're resting, like when should you rest? What's the difference? This is a question I get a lot. What's the difference between resting and procrastinating? Like a lot of people make that mistake. They think that resting is procrastination. And I want to offer you this, that rest is something that you do after (laughs) you have done what you wanted to do. So you set an intention for your painting and you start working on that intention and you're very clear on it and you're moving towards that intention that you have set and you complete it, then you go take a rest. Procrastination is like resting ahead of time. Procrastination is not having even attempted to do the thing that you want to do, not having made the decision to paint and to, let's say, like you're working on, I don't know, let's say you're working on an interior of a, you're painting an interior scene and you're working out all the angles and stuff. And so your intention might be, I'm going to just measure all the angles and make sure that I got that right and get the drawing right. And then I'm going to do the lay-in. So you measure all the angles, you do that thing, and then you block in your colors, maybe. Whatever your process is. I'm giving you a specific example, right? Whatever your process is, you set an intention, you do that thing, and then you go rest versus you set an intention, you look at your canvas, and then you decide it's oftentimes this is what happens. You decide it's too hard. I'm just going to go take a break. 
and think about this. That is procrastination. That's not taking a needed rest. That is procrastination because you haven't actually done anything on your painting yet. So see if that distinction kind of helps you out. And what I'll say about that, the caveat is set intentions for yourself that are realistic and that make sense for where you are in the painting and be a little bit more generous with the time that you allot it than you think you might want to be. Okay. Because oftentimes that idea that you're behind, that you're not getting enough done, that sneaks in. And so we want to compress it. And so people will set up unrealistic expectations. Like I'm going to finish this entire thing before noon when they have never, ever been able to do that. Like that's just not a realistic expectation for themselves. So you want to set up an expectation that is doable, do that, and then take your break. All right. So I just wanted to offer that to you this week. We're just talking about breaks and how to think about it and how to separate all the should thinking and allow yourself to actually, when you take a break, to actually take the break and to maybe eliminate a little bit of the worry of what is like, do I deserve this break? Do I not deserve this break? Am I really just procrastinating? Some of you are too hard on yourselves and you should be taking more breaks. Other people have not set up intentions, so they don't really have a stopping point. And that is another thing that happens is there's, you can never get to the end because your end is infinite. And then there's others that are like, oh, this is hard. I'm going to take a break now because it's just too hard and I don't want to think about it. So we vacillate between all three of those. And there's probably more that we vacillate between. But that is what I have for you today. I hope you have a fabulous week. I hope that you rest when you need it, that you allow yourself to rest when you need it, whether it's five minutes or a week like I am taking. And I will see you next week when I get back. Talk soon, everybody. When you are aware of how powerful your mind is, you show up to your studio differently. You notice the abundant opportunities to level up your presence in the studio. And when you do that, you stop worrying about whether or not you have a voice because you know it was already there. Now your best work comes more easily. Join Growth Studio now. I show you your blind spots and help you create confidently. Just go to SavvyPainter.com forward slash join.